We Are All Slaves, Part 2, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. God's people, although born again, are still slaves of Satan, yet defensively consider their lives quite free and normal. How does this happen? Because, after they were baptized, they migrated right back to the world they came from, its systems, people, and the standards they were comfortable with. They still operate through the world's way of thinking, which we know from part one comes from the wrong source, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They therefore are at odds with the wisdom of God. They mistake holiness for legalism, freedom for bondage, calling evil good and good evil. Isaiah prophesied of this dilemma. Isaiah chapter 5 verses 20 through 21. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. There were two orders God gave in the garden to Adam. Don't eat, don't touch. In today's language, we would say, don't feed on Satan's lies or touch the world that has evolved from them. Do you see why we are at odds with God when we vote for the world's rulers, dress according to the world's styles, depend on the world's economy for provision, and do our best to be up to date with the world's latest ideas on things we are interested in? We are connected to the beast and are a part of the world, its culture, and its intellect. On top of that, we admire and try to emulate the world's heroes, the world's rich and famous, the world's talented icons it has produced and molded to the image of good and evil. If you look behind the scenes, you will see double standards are very much accepted in the world, and the world's heroes walk in them. So you see, even if we're born again, we must still avail ourselves of the Isaiah 61 ministry to be set free of Satan and his host that influenced our lives previously in the world. We must then remain separate in the desires of our hearts from the undelivered Adam and be in one accord with God's family. If we go back to the world and its master, God sees this as spiritual adultery. We are to belong to Him and His household alone. As new creatures, we may not feel comfortable around God's people, but do we select the family we're born into the first time? No. Neither do we have say-so concerning the family we're placed with when we're born again either. We must be loyal citizens of the household of God and obedient to the elders of His family. Here's the good news of the kingdom, however. God's spiritual laws actually set us free of the world, its systems, and rulers. We belong to God and are under His fatherly protection. We are set free of the world's ability to ensnare us as we are instructed to look to the kingdom of God for all things. We are to trust Him for every need. John says in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15-16, through 16, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the less the flesh, the less of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. 
In other words, let me state again, to be part of the world enslaves us to Satan. Why? Because again, the world accepts double standards, and the blood of Jesus only covers those that repent and turn away from sin. John chapter 8, verse 34. Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. Jesus set us free through his sacrificial death and victorious resurrection, and yet we run right back to slavery. Paul said it this way, Galatians chapter 4, verses 8 through 9. But then, indeed, when you did not know God, you served those which by nature are not gods. But now, after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? So we see, even a born-again person can remain in bondage, if not subjected to Isaiah 61, and can even then go back into being in bondage, if they don't stay separate from the world's lifestyle. In chapter 5, verse 1, Paul reiterates, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. This scripture is even more important for the born-again child of God today, because the world and its people have been shaped more and more to the nature of Satan. There is much more violence and cruelty than there was in Apostle Paul's day, who warned us through the above scripture. It was bad then, but today, so many more are in bondage to the false doctrines of the church, have been hurt by its hypocrisy, and have returned to their original lifestyles. Many are now in complete bondage to alcohol, drugs, lust, and perversion, and unfortunately, we all are in bondage to the world systems that we are forced to be obedient to. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all God's people could be set free and join forces, be in one accord to run the enemies of God off the planet? It can and will happen because God promised. The question is, when this happens, will we be apart? Let me encourage you to visit our Isaiah Project at the top of the menu. Be set free yourself and then begin to help others. It is very close to the end of this age, and the door to eternity will not remain open much longer. Heaven, through God's family, will meet face to face with God's enemies through those that are in bondage to Satan. I lead you to a scripture from the last chapter of the Bible. Revelation chapter 22 speaks concerning those who are not set free of the enemy and are still bearing the fruit of Satan. Revelation chapter 22 verses 11 through 16 He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. There is no time to repent left. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. The fight against evil forces will be over. And behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me, to give to every one according to his work. We will all stand before the Lord with our works, good or bad, and rewarded appropriately. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, 
the first and the last. Blessed are those who do His commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, to live eternally on earth, and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers, people that operate in witchcraft or seek knowledge from the dark side, and sexually immoral. Look how much of the world wallows here. And murderers and idolaters, those that put something above God in time, concentration, or effort, and whoever loves and practices a lie. Do we hide things we do or feel behind closed doors? Do we appear as something we are not? I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. This message is not to the world, it's to the church. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star.